Hey, St. John, welcome to the Post Sermon Podcast. I am Deaconess Dahlia, and this episode of the Post Sermon Podcast is a little bit different. I'm the only one here. Pastor Adam is not with me today, yet I am going to be providing some of my own commentary on his sermons, some things that I liked, that I appreciated that he did. Um, I have some notes in front of me, just I'm going to go through them. Uh, and we had actually had a conversation earlier this week about his sermon. So, um, hopefully I can just bring some of what we had said into this episode as well. Um, so I'm going to start out by talking about the text that the sermon was based on. So the text is Mark chapter seven, verses 31 through 37. And a brief summary of this text, there is a deaf man who has trouble speaking Jesus brings healing to him. He says the words epitho, which means be opened. And after he says these words, he spits and he touches this man's tongue. And then his tongue is loosened, his ear, ears are open, and he's able to speak clearly. And something that I noticed about this text that I find really cool is, you know, this man, you know, he was created by God, and this can make us think back to the beginning in Genesis when God created the world, and he created by speaking. So through his word, um, there was light, there was land, there was water. Man was created. Um, and here we have this man who had been who had been tainted with sin, so his body was broken just like ours. Um, and yet we have his creator coming up to him um, and also saying a word, which then brings healing. And he's touching his creation too, right? And he's, he's using his own spit. Um, and then the words coming from his vocal cords and he brings healing to this man. And so I think that's just a cool connection between God creating in the beginning and then God bringing healing now to his creation. So let's get into his sermon right now. Um, The title is Graphic, Vivid, and Intimate. And Pastor Adam, he brings these words into the sermon like a few times. I mean, even with touching the man's tongue, Jesus spitting, all of this is graphic, vivid, and intimate. And he interweaves these words throughout the whole thing, even when he's talking about our baptism at the end to kind of tie us into the story on how that is as well, graphic, vivid, and intimate. Um, Something else that's interesting, um, Pastor Adam and I were talking about this earlier this week, is that he decided to take one of his sermons that he had written eight years ago and preach it again, but not preach the exact same sermon. Um, He changed it a little bit, and there were certain parts that, that were different, and you probably noticed when he was preaching, how he mentioned that he said these words eight years ago. Um, and we were talking about like why he did this and why he did need to make changes. And he just brought up the point how, yes, some of the people that were hearing him had heard this sermon before, but you're always having to adjust and change your words and what you're preaching, um, because this is not eight years ago. There are people in the congregation here that were not here back then. Um, 
people's circumstances change. Uh, things are not exactly the same. So he kept that in mind when he was um, adjusting and rewriting was how can he be faithful in his preaching um, to hearers in their circumstances now. So yes, there's going to be similarities in what he'd written several years ago, but there's also going to be some changes because of that. So I thought that was kind, kind of just something interesting just to think about, about how preaching on the same text, using a similar focus and function of your sermon, um, and bringing that to your same congregation um, several years later. So his focus in this sermon was God intimately rescues his people from death. And Jesus, in the sermon, he rescues this man from from deafness and not being able to speak. And during the sermon, Pastor has an illustration that he shows us. It was a 1635 painting by Breenberg. And I absolutely love this painting. I'd never seen it before. I was not at this congregation eight years ago. Um, so I got to see it for the first time. And I'll just briefly describe it. You see Jesus healing the man. and um, But that's the, the unique thing, though. That's not the, the main focus of the painting. That's off in the corner, and you can see it's, it's light and it's bright. Um, but what's closest to us as the people looking at the painting is what's in the corner. That's closest to us, and it's, it's in the shadows, it's dark, and there's this man, he's looking at Jesus healing very far away, and he has, looks like he's on crutches, and he's, he's sitting. So something's wrong with his leg. Um, and there's, looks like there's a few other people um, a family maybe who just, uh, I don't know, one of their expressions looks pretty sad, maybe sorrowful. Um, they're looking at the man, the crutches. Um, and it looks like Breenberg is inviting us to feel that distance of the man um, who has the crutches and to to feel the, that that healing that Jesus is bringing to the deaf man is far away, and it's it's not everyone that's being healed in that moment, and that's a that's a really interesting perspective. And so, Pastor Adam, something I noticed in his sermon is he took that from the painting and brought that to our situations in the here and now. Is we hear these stories, we read these stories in scripture that talk about Jesus bringing healing, but many of us might be thinking how Jesus is not bringing healing to us right now in the way we want him to. Um, that Jesus is healing back then, but not not now, not to me or not to a loved one. Um, and there can feel that distance and that disconnect that I think the painting um, shows as well. And in the sermon, he gave some examples. He talked about how over the last eight years of his time here at St. John, he's heard similar things from the congregation. Um, I'll just give a couple examples that he had said in the sermon. Um, church members telling him of a horrible diagnosis that had come into the family. 
um, hearing on the prayer chain that a member is on end-of-life care, conversations about what to do when um, your grown child has, quote-unquote, graduated from Christianity, um, or someone who is older talking about how they've lost all of their friends now, that they've already died. Um, And, you know, it definitely can be possible that, you know, eight years later, sorrows and sufferings that were shared at the very beginning of, of his ministry or even thinking of my ministry here about five years ago, some of those have not changed. Maybe they've even gotten worse in some ways, or, or maybe they have changed, but then a new sorrow comes into your life. Um, and that's something I think was done well in the sermon, and I appreciated was just helping us to um, not just ignore that disconnect that we might see in the reading, um, but to kind of let us feel that discomfort there. Um, but then he gets into the gospel, and he does talk about Jesus bringing healing to all of us, even even if it's not specifically the way the deaf man is given healing or that um, we we want or desire in the moment. And he gets back to that graphic, graphically, vividly, intimately title of his sermon, and he, he connects that to our baptisms, that um, baptism isn't this distant thing that we see in the that painting that I described to you guys, but when someone's baptized, you have the parents and sponsors are standing around the font and water splashes on the, the baby. Um, and I don't know if you guys have ever stood um, right by that font in the sanctuary, but that water, when Pastor Adam does splash that water on the baby, like the water goes everywhere. And some of it might even have touched you if you'd been a part of a baptismal party before. And you see that water rolling down the sides of the rock onto the floor. Um, And we all hear the baby cry, and we see the flame from the Paschal candle. It's flickering, it's smoking, and how this is vivid to us. It's graphic, it's intimate. Um, That when we were baptized, we died at the font and then then rose to new life. Um, And through that, Jesus then claims our life. And so that that is healing, that that healing happened in our baptism. Um, an exorcism happened. Um, that's something uh, Pastor and I have talked about before, and I've, I've brought that up in pre-baptism meetings, is um, when you're baptized, you are now made an enemy of the devil, right? That there's this exorcism that ha- has happened, that your sinful nature has been drowned, um, and you are... You are no longer dead. You've been made alive, that you have been joined to Jesus himself. Um, And just, you know, I was also thinking this isn't something he brought up in his sermon, but thinking about our other means of grace, um, of course we have baptism. We also have communion too, um, and that there's very much a gift of healing in communion. Um, And not just soul, but in body and soul, um, we are body and soul, and there is healing given to us in the body and blood of Jesus. Um, that there is there's grace, there's forgiveness. Um, when we are feeling weak, Jesus strengthens our faith in, in the meal. 
that there is there is this healing that happens and and just anytime the word is proclaimed when we when we read the word um when we hear that forgiveness of Jesus um all of that brings healing um and we won't of course see the completion until Christ comes again um but it's not just like a not yet it's not just for the future, but but right now, today, we have healing, um, and we believe that by faith, so it's not something we we can see with our own eyes, uh, but we do trust, um, and and yeah, it can definitely feel like we're, we're in the shadows, like we see in that painting, um, but one day, we'll, we'll actually be where that deaf man is, right, um, just as close as he was to Jesus, um, and and that's true for us now by faith, but one day we'll actually see it with our real with our eyes. So I don't think I have any other comments on the the sermon. I know personally it was one of my favorites. Um, I think just anytime there's some sort of illustration or painting, especially this one, it just I think really struck me and I think helps um, make the sermon even more meaningful for myself. So um, even though he's not with me right now. Thank you, Pastor Adam, for preaching that that word to all of us this past Sunday. This wraps up the episode for today. Thank you for listening to our discussion. In case you missed the sermon or you'd like to listen to it again, the link to the sermon's in the show notes. And you can also see a link to the painting in the show notes as well. You can find the sermon on our church website, stjohndublin.org. If you, the listener, would like to submit a question about a sermon, please email us at podcast at stjohndublin.org. So once again, thank you, Pastor, for feeding us the word this week. Great. Take care, you guys. Bye.